And welcome back to Phantom Neckers. I'm Audrey. And I'm Angel. And um, yeah, welcome back again to Welcome Backs today. <laughs> Real quick before we get into the episode. Uh, today, if you're listening to this, it's Friday, January 21st. It is my co-host's birthday. Tell me why as you're saying this, I was like, what's Friday? <laughs> Your fucking birthday. <laughs> um. So I just want to take a moment real quick to wish um, Yadi a happy birthday. I'm really happy that you're my co-host. I cannot imagine doing this with anyone else. So I am very grateful to Thank have you, you in so my much. life. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday to me. And now I have my wish a... list up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but with that said, now 2022 has officially begun. Yes, whoever told you it was already 2022 these past last 20, 21 days, I can't do math, right? Um, they lied to you. Yeah. That was intermission. Now it's the new year. Now it's the new year. Um, happy new year, everybody. <laughs> but in all seriousness, or I guess we're never really that serious. Um, today, I finally, finally finished um, Demon Slayer. And so we're going to be talking about that. The manga. The manga, yeah. So, Obviously. if you're an anime only or you're still catching up on the manga, probably refrain from listening to this episode. We appreciate the support, but we also don't want to ruin anything for you. Yeah, we never um, inherently want to spoil anything for any of you. I get spoiled things enough on, like, just by Google searching shit. and Right. I think nowadays people just be tweeting with whatever. Um, spoilers. They just be talking about it immediately. Like yeah, then like I I'll come across like a tweet on my TL saying like, "Oh, didn't you guys hate it when that one character died?" Oh yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm like, huh? That sucked. And I'm like, "No, we did not. I did not just read that." Yeah, no spoiler warning or anything. And I think everyone just assumes now that everyone's like on top of everything. But um it's not like that. Yeah, no, not at all. I feel like you used to have to go to like a special forum, like on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the only way you could talk about spoilers. Don't even put that on. I'm like talking about Reddit if it's the dark web. <laughs> 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 I saw this tweet or something. It's like, I think the second Google page is the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's not on the first page of Google, does it really exist? right i i don't i don't think i've ever been so down bad to find something that i had to go to the second google page right i do a whole new google search yeah i'm like maybe i just reworded this wrong or whatever yeah but anyways let's get into it yeah i'll start off this week because um it's fresh in my mind yeah go for it it was probably one of my favorite endings so far i'm really glad you like it I really loved it. I think it was, um, I know I say like sad endings are also good mm-hmm. because it's just how it is. But I think it had such like, a good bittersweet ending. And I think the fact that um, the mangaka, I can't remember their name for the life of me. Goto. Goto? Yeah. Gave us like, um, like knowing that their future is fine was just really sweet and don't even get me started on the author's note at the end i it made me cry even more i don't think i read that like at the beginning of the volume no at the end of the volume it's so it's so heartfelt and um is i think i'm gonna cry thinking about it all over again do you want to read it for them or should yeah, i yeah i'll read it i have it right here okay hi i'm gotoge that's their full name, but mm-hmm. like some people just say Goto or Goto Sensei. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Goto, and here's the final volume. This completes Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Parts of it weren't perfect, but I'm thankful from the bottom of my heart to everyone who stuck with me to the end and to everyone who sent letters. 
Some people sent warm and encouraging words even when they were having a hard time themselves. That was deeply moving. It made me think that I'd like to become the kind of person who can spread kindness even when I'm having a difficult time. I'm sorry if there was anyone who always looked forward to this series but was unable to see its completion. My dream is that we will meet again sometime and be friends. This series is a story I made with I'm getting emotional. It's so sad. <laughs> this series is a story I made with all of you. It's a story that wouldn't exist if you hadn't read it. Thank you for fighting alongside Tondro and the other characters, and thank you for your tears and laughter. A lot of people helped me, and I was able to learn and grow a lot. It was a greater honor than I deserve. Thank you so very much. From the bottom of my heart, I wish for, for the happiness of everyone who provided encouragement helped out or was involved with the series in some way thank you <laughs> it's so sad because i mean obviously let's talk about the whole ending that makes it even more because i really do and i say this about a lot of animes but i do think that is the premise but it's about these relationships you build along the way and just wanting those people you care about to be happy yeah obviously it's about like getting his sister back to um human mm -hmm. and fighting demons but i think the resolutions they all have is like the relationship they had with other people and how it affected them in their life like with each demon with their backstory i mean it's fucking sad and i think it it doesn't demonize them at the end right no, yeah, I completely agree. Um, there's a lot more depth to the story than just simply a brother trying to change his sister back to a demon. The this ending in the in the physical manga is slightly different than what was available, what was first published. On... Like how Attack uh, on Titan. Yeah, because Goto had written this extent, the one that's in this volume. She mm -hmm. they. Um, had written like a longer ending than the magazine would allow to be published in mm -hmm. the magazine. So mm -hmm. they had to like cut some of it. And mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of people were kind of like, eh, this ending was kind of like whatever. I mm -hmm. thought the ending that I saw from the magazine was fine. I thought it was pretty good to wrap things up nicely. But this, this is a fucking ending. It was such a good ending. And... Again, I just don't know how to better phrase it, but um, throughout like the final arc, you see how their relationships affected them so much and how it helped them grow or how it like, um, what's the word? Handicapped them. Like um, the deem upper rank one. Mm. How him he wanted to be the strongest because his brother was just so um talented naturally talented yeah i see what you mean lost his values and ended up being a demon he's like was this even what i really wanted to be right and yeah and how yorichi i don't know if yeah yeah um how he couldn't even see how much good he did and it's sad and oh my god there wasn't like a moment from volume 18 and up there wasn't a moment that i didn't feel super emotional and really moved by everyone's um backstory mm -hmm. or them like saying their true feelings in those moments mm -hmm. not saying that muzan's ending was touching but it was really like it was Pro just like wow profound profound yes so for anyone that's who is who's listening and has already read the manga let's just start from where should we start from swordsmith village yeah i really like no, you know what let's start in the training arc um so after the swordsmith village yeah real quick well, about the swordsmith village mitsuri's fucking tough marichiro's i can't wait to see his attack style like fighting style animated and mm -hmm. genya that's it just genya yeah um he really pulled out with the fucking glock i was like no way i was like what time period are we on again right <laughs> <laughs> i fucking um, love genya so much but 
Actually, no, let's just start there because that's where they get their mark and that's what starts them to get training. Yes. And they're attacked by the upper four and five. Yes. Yeah. Hatengu and Gyoko. I yeah, believe I don't remember their names. I remember I was like hyper fixated one night. I'm like, I need to know the names of all the upper moons. <laughs> I remember them by numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Muzan wanted it, and that's how good it leaked. Um, sorry, I'm like still thinking about that. But yeah, I really thought because I already knew from like a spoiler that. A lot of Hashidas died. I thought most of them died. Mm -hmm. But so I thought um, after I saw Rengoku die, I was like, damn, so they're just all going to die in their arc or whatever. But yeah. thankfully they didn't. I'm so glad Uzui doesn't die. Yeah. Lose his life as a flashy king. Right. God of festivals. God of festivals. You know, um, I guess I'll just talk about it later, but how they all have their descendants. I was like, okay, but from what mom is this? Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> what wife? <laughs> but yeah, so I was just really happy that they didn't die, but we do see them, like, fight for their fucking life. Yeah. And, yeah, Tokito's backstory is... I mean, they're all heartfelt, and I think it's just... I think it's a story about the... It's also relationships but specifically the relationships you have with your siblings like the people you're closest to and how they kind of transcend yeah um relationships with like one sibling was like a constant motif throughout mm -hmm. the entire series mm -hmm. and i really love how goto presented all these different like sibling relationships like differently and so profoundly as well Mm -hmm. like I did not think for some reason I thought Yorichi do Yorichi mm -hmm. would it, it yeah I don't know how to explain myself so basically um, upper rank one is a twin and Yorichi is it Yorichi or Yorichi Yorichi um, is the one who we see in these uh, back flashes that the upper demons or just general demons get mm. and it's who fucking scared the living shit of Muzan almost killed him yeah he's like the original like demon slayer I believe right not the original demon slayer the original one who um started breathing forms gotcha and his breath happened to be sun yeah mm -hmm. and Kokushibos was moon breathing yeah I love that contrast yeah, that's, I was like, okay. <laughs> but, okay, so then after that, that they're fighting for their life, they see, like, oh, these are the marked ones, and they have a meeting. And then I didn't know this, or I don't know if we're not supposed to know this until we talk, until the manga gets to it, but I guess technically, Giyu's not a Hashira. I think he doesn't see himself as one because of not really passing the test in his eyes. Yeah, I mean, he is a Hashida. He is a full-fledged Demon Slayer because the only objective in the final selection is to survive. Um, luckily, oh, Sabito like almost murders every demon, so there's like mm -hmm. no one left to kill besides that mm -hmm. one hand demon. Mm -hmm. But uh, because of that, the fact that he was able to survive, Gyu is a Demon Slayer. It's just, unfortunately, in his own eyes, he is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really funny. Not funny. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to, like, fix it on. Yeah, that when he's like, I'm different from you on Sanami, he's like, oh, yeah. But I think he means it more as in, like, he doesn't see himself as honorable as the other ones. Exactly. And I think the thing about Giyu is that so many people have lost their lives protecting him. Mm -hmm. Or at least to his sister and um, Toki, not Tokito. Um, what's his name? Sabito. Sabito lost their lives protecting him, and he just doesn't feel as worthy. Yeah. And so that was really sad when he thought Tanjiro died. Yeah. 
I would have. And you know what? I was thinking that was the ending because another spoiler that I got was that like, oh, Giyu, um gets married and has a descendant. I was like, is he the only one? I was like, damn, no wonder he wants to die. I would want to die too if I'm like the only living member. <laughs> yeah, right. That That's what I thought the outcome was. And I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about Swordsmith oh, yeah. Village. The Hashira. I'm gonna. I'm jumping into the um, training arc. Yeah. Because that shit was funny, at least with Tokito. No, it was just funny in general. There was there was one moment regarding Zenito. Do you want to talk about? You go ahead. I'll. Let you. Um, so they're like training and stuff, and then Zenito, uh, Chuntaro comes to Zenitu to deliver a message and Zenitu is like oh what is it and then like it just goes off to another scene and then Tanjo he's gonna go off somewhere he's like hey Zenitu I'm gonna go train with so and so and then Zenitu his back is turned to Tanjo this fucker is cold he's like you do what you need to do Tanjo because now I know what I need to do Yeah. And, and I was like why the fuck is he like this and then later we find out the letter he got when he confronts his older brother in the in the infinite castle. And I was like, damn. I thought they were just strangers. The the demon that Zenitsu fights in the infinite castle? No, I know they know each other beforehand, but I didn't think they were siblings. Oh, they're like adoptive siblings. Oh, okay. He was oh, they look nothing alike. Yeah. Thanks to the Gramps. Kaigaku was already training under Gramps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when Gramps brought in Zenitsu. He's the one that also caused um the stone Hashida, like Yeah. He's the one that let the I'm like, damn, this he I mean, he's up there with people I don't like in the <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay, problematic much. But um But I like how Zenitsu, he only knows the first breathing form, mm-hmm. but he has gotten so far because when you think about it, he he went through all that training and got to the end. Yeah. So he's not just like this crybaby, and he and we do see him training in this li- um, recent season as well. He crying, but he doing it. And you know what? I hope to be like that this year too. I'm pretty sure he developed his own breathing or his own uh form he does i don't know i think it's like obviously the last the 13th form that he developed or i don't know what it is technically because how many breathing forms lightning or thunder has seventh form i want to say this is is his original form yeah and so again back to like relationships i guess siblings since you say they're adoptive oh shit Um, yeah how one's naturally gifted but the one that's not i think he just sees him as lucky like how the upper rank one sees yorichi as like lucky right but they've all suffered so much mm-hmm. and i think it's just like the two sides of the the moon or whatever whatever of the coin yeah how um one is seen as like lucky but they really have endured so much and the other one is just so angry but on the other hand like you know i don't know if i'm explaining myself right like let's just say um yorichi and the upper rank one i can't remember his name kokushiba kokushiba um how he just sees as yorichi so lucky and so blessed and so naturally gifted and and so he's the bad guy essentially and then yorichi has suffered so much lost his brother which i don't think um morichi names are so hard i'm just gonna refer to him as upper rank one yeah um and upper rank one he so he loses his brother which is upper rank one he um he lost his wife as well he lost his mother and had to leave like he had a bad he had a hard childhood Mm -hmm. and i don't think upper rank one sees how much he loved him yeah and so I think it's just, I don't even know if I made any sense, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, he uh, didn't realize how loved he was until that like flute that he'd been holding on to for so long. 
yeah finally reappeared. yeah so i don't think um they see how much love that these people have and then the other one the bad one hates the good guy essentially is what i see yeah not hates them but has like this strong anger toward them yeah like um who was it too um tokito's twin mm-hmm. doesn't obviously doesn't hate him but had just a strong anger toward him but tokito doesn't stop loving him and holding him close to his heart yeah when he died that was so fucking sad he's like no you're not supposed to be here absolutely heart-wrenching that whole fight what should we talk about next damn um let's just get into the fights which one do you want to talk about first uh let's just go in order what was the first one let's just start with casa mm-hmm. see that's um that's one of the scenes angel has tattooed and i thought that show was gonna hurt like a brick personally it did not but mm. it was very touching and moving his backstory was very sad yeah i was fucking sobbing i didn't start sobbing until shinobu <laughs> Um, can I just say, had it not been for um, Akaza killing himself, Giyu and Tanjiro would have been dusted. Probably. Like, they were not going to win that. They were near their physical limit. They were at their physical limit. And he was still getting ready to regenerate. But luckily, Koyuki reached out to him and brought him back to his senses. Can I just say thanks to women? <laughs> things should happen. Like, thank you, Tamayo. Thank you, Shirobu. Thank you, Kiyoki. Thank you to um, Tanjiro's great-grandfather, daughter and wife. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to all of them that we're still... <laughs> thank you, Kanao. <laughs> nothing but powerful women in Demon Slayer. Yeah, thank you, Nezuko. Exactly. There's nothing but powerful women. And I do wish we get to see more of them, but they really are pulling through and are the reason these um, these events are following through. Exactly. Because if it wasn't for Shinobu, and damn, she really, I don't know why I didn't see this coming, but obviously her poison was going to be lethal. And I was like, hell yeah, my girl saw it through the end. Oh, yeah, and thank you to Shinobu's cure that we didn't get Demon King Tanjiro. Sorry to skip through, but that shit was insane. I was not expecting that. Yeah. That was crazy. And I really liked that, that um, sudden twist. I did, too. It was thrilling, to say the least. But back to the fights. Yeah. Um, my favorite from, like, those three, the upper three rank, was um, Doma. Yeah. That shit was intense and seeing Kanal really what she was telling him, she was like, you fucking worthless piece of shit. I hope you fucking die and get stepped through. And she, I was like, hold on. Yeah. I was like, okay. I love and, when they when anime characters become unhinged. Yeah. Gotta be one of my favorite genders. Gotta be one of my favorite genders. But yeah, it's like you really see how angry she is and how hurt she is because he's taken like the two her sisters that raised her and saved her yeah and she's really able to show emotion and she reflects back on how when Kane 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 died mm, she really couldn't cry because of how traumatic her childhood was that she couldn't cry or else they'd get beaten to death and stuff like that. And it's so sweet that Shinobu saw that and understood. And yeah, seeing her really show her emotions so strongly was, was one of the tear jerkers for me. Mm-hmm. Also, Inosuke. Oh his, yeah. His backstory with his mother. I really felt for his mother because she was just trying her best to be. Was... And I was just like, fuck. And she's like, like, please. When he's, she's telling Inosuke to please forgive her for being stupid. I'm just like, no. You were just doing your best. And she was 17. Damn, when I think about that, when they're talking about the ages, I was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that fight was intense. Like, I was like, dad, what? Because 
I'm so glad I didn't have so as much spoilers for this that I didn't know the whole ending. I'm like, damn, what's gonna happen? I was like, is he really gonna escape? And then he starts fucking dying. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Doma was the one that I just did not feel sympathetic for. No, I was so happy he got the smoke. Yeah, I was like, um, well, goodbye. I hated Doma so much. But is he one of my favorite upper ranks? Yes. <laughs> I I don't know why. It's just he's so pro- problematic, but he's just honest about it. In a sense. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. And I think he's so hard to pretend to be good. But Canal read him to filth. She's like, you don't feel anything, do you, huh? So you just pretend. You just have emptiness inside you. Yeah. She was not holding back. She did not hold back. I was like, you go, girl. Live your truth. When when it seemed like Canal was just by herself and that all hope was lost, that panel where Inosuke falls through the roof, Mm -hmm. the hype I felt seeing him. No, the hype I felt every time that he comes and pulls through. Yeah. Because when... um, skip through to the it's like iguro um mitsuri giyu sanami and gonemi giyome giyome yeah giyome are fighting and they're like man i'm fucking tired i don't know how i could pull through and then suddenly you see his sword and i'm like oh shit okay yeah and it's him zenitsu and kanao and i'm like damn these kids are just really pulling their weight here the fact that, like, of the three upper moons, Doma... Oh, well, actually, I was about to say, like, Dom, they defeated Doma without a Hashida. But Shinobu did play a significant role in her death. He played a vital role because yeah. I don't think they could have um, stopped him if it wasn't for the... Basically, she herself sacrificed. That's what she intended. Yeah, and... There's so many times in Demon Slayer that they show a scene and then cut off. And I was like, I know I'm going to have to remember this. Yeah. They did that so many times. Um, But well worth it. I think once you tie two and two together, you're like, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Because they're training and Kanao wants to train with Shinobu. But she's like, no, I have something that I need to do. And, and then, then it goes go off and, to another scene. Yeah. And I'm like. All right, this is obviously important. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, can we talk about just like the training arc was so funny, and then um, Sanami essentially gets a restraining order against Tanjiro. <laughs> yeah, you're not around. You're not allowed to be around me. So what are you doing here? They those had some really funny panels, and I think that's like, um, and then when he's with Tokito and then he's like, yeah, you could go through. And then the other uh, demon slayers are like, does that mean us too? He's like, no, why would you think that? Yeah. He's so deadpan all the time. And it's so funny. And that's what makes his final moments. Like when he starts remembering with his brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he, hold, he held Tanjiro so closely. Because I think like um, those... We do only get certain moments of like happiness and then it goes to like the training and whatnot. Yeah. I really like the training arc. It was like a last bit of happiness before just depression. Yeah. Emotional damage. <laughs> like damn. Yeah, once I got to volume eighteen, it was all pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. I think eighteen I sobbed. And then through the rest of ones, I was like sniffling, crying. And then 23, I sobbed. Yeah. Especially with um, the author's last note. And I think what hit me the most was when he said, or when they say, um, I'm sorry to the ones who didn't get to see it through. Because we talked about that. I'm like, imagine you're like such a big fan of something. And for some reason, you're not here or they pass away and can't experience the ending to something they hold so dearly. That's yeah. so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, it's still making me cry because it's so sad. Like, I can't. One thing that they did change a little bit when after Zenitsu defeats Kaigaku, mm-hmm. and he's like kind of seeing 
he's reuniting with his grandfather and like that like mm-hmm. in limbo mm-hmm. um in in the official manga he says to zenitsu i'm proud of you mm-hmm. but what was actually like well it was lost in translation what he actually says to him is zenitsu you are my pride and joy and i wish they kept that in anyways um it's just all so heartfelt and then finally them making peace from something that they carry so heavily yeah um on through their lives and finally making their peace is what's also really touching and what makes me cry so now the the um, last upper rank fight I felt really no sympathy for um, Tokushigo. Yeah. He really... I think it's just like a life lesson that you just... You just can't keep searching for more. That can't be like your sole reason for living. Yeah. And I think to get lost into something, like it's good to have ambition and whatnot. And I think that's where Rengoku comes back into memory like... Or, like, most of the Demon Slayer values that they're, like, no, like, I'm happy to be this, my, like, I'm just happy to be here and to have done what I've done. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with dying. And I think I'm the, dying in a beautiful way. And the fact that Kokushiba was, like, an upper rank, like, the longest out of all of them, it, like, kind of, like, made him, like, lose his way more and more because then he lose. Even though, like, he has this yearn to, like, search for something. He's be- he's becoming less and less human as time progresses. And he just kind of like he's lost essentially. Yeah, and I think it's very when he's like trying to get stronger, I'm gonna get stronger. And then he turns into like this ugly ass monster and then he sees himself in the reflection of Sonami's blade and then like he does have a moment of reflection, but still I don't know what in the end um pushes him to keep on going, but Alas, he dies. Yeah. Can I just say, when we first get introduced to Upper Moon 1, as someone with mild... Very stoic. As someone with mild trypophobia, when we saw his face, I was like, that was not a pleasant sight for me. Oh my god. I'm like, I'm like, I immediately just turned the page. I'm like, fuck this. You're like, anyways... And Alma, Alma, if you're listening, like, we were talking about this when we were in line at the concert. We were, like, talking about what's going to be animated and stuff. And I told her, I'm like, you and I, I just know you and I are not looking forward to Kokushiva being animated. And then she's like, hmm. Because she has, she has trypophobia worse than me. You know what? Remember you are trying to set me up to send Alma that one... You're like, send this to Alma. And it was a manga of Parasite and like, yeah, a bunch of eyes, I think. I don't know. I don't remember, but that does sound like me. So, yes. Yeah. You're evil. I can be a menace. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm not look- denying. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> looking at me like, you f- fucker. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. really. I saw that, and I know people have that, and I know it's. I think it's a more common thing than um, than it what it seems like. And I'm looking at this, and I was like, this could really be unsettling for some people. So no, I'm not gonna send this to her. Even though I have mild trypophobia, sometimes I do go on the subreddit just to feel something. <laughs> just to give my life some spice. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Had some th- having a really good day, having a really numb day. Triple yeah. phobia. Yeah, that's not my that's not my worst phobia, but I won't say that on here. Yeah, just give them all your weaknesses. Go on. No, I'm good. You know the I, other two. Yeah, I do. So shush. <laughs> Anyways, um, the last fight. That fight was intense because we're learning so much about so many people and i was just like okay okay uh-huh damn okay <laughs> getting all this information yeah when Guillaume takes off his haori i think it is and covers Murichido. he fought so much for some like he's the youngest one there 
and he really gave it his all. And I think, like, I know we're just talking about Adam, but this shit be real to me. Yeah. I'll say that. It was real. It It was was real real to me. me. (laughs) (laughs) But he's so young and putting so much through, like, and how um, Yorichiro says, right? Because it's Morichiro and. Mm hmm. It's like the same name, Uh, just different vowel. Yeah. Is like, no, you were supposed to live long and happy. And he's like, isn't that I was just happy enough? Like, yeah. when I was 14, I was just dead ass stupid. Yeah. And uh, he's just really pulling his weight, done so much to. They're all so strong emotionally. And I mean, obviously, physically too, because shit, Muzan's no longer alive. I'm looking back at this exact scene right now. Specifically, the one where Genya is disintegrating. That was so sad. Because my big brother is the nicest person. I know, in this he's the nicest. I'm like, no, he's not. But yes, he is. There's another thing that got lost in translation there. Mm. He doesn't say my big brother. He says, because my Nemi, as in son Nemi. My Nemi. Oh, my God. And then Yeah, I thought so. I was like, I don't think he's saying my my big brother, but anyways. And then he just just profusely starts screaming his name. I am not prepared to hear your Sanemi's screams. That is going to That's going to be my thirteenth reason why when this shit gets animated. I think I would be in my hundredth reason by then. And you know where, like, in between chapters where the author leaves, like, little... little These little notes. notes. Oh, my gosh. It's those... the fucking brothers reuniting with their parents. They're so cute. I love their chunky little legs. <laughs> I love the cuteness of um when we get the, like, chibi cuteness. Yeah. I love them. Oh, my God. It's oh no! So fucking heart wrenching. Oh my god. Let's let's keep on going. When Ganya reunites with all his siblings. No, let's get to let's let's move on because we're gonna get to the real set. I mean, no, it's sad, but it gets even sadder. Believe it or not. Yeah, when they're fighting for their lives. Um. Okay. So, what happens is that. Yoshiro? Yes. Kamayo, yeah. Gets a hold of that one demon that's keeping shit moving in that weird ass castle or whatever. If you could call it that. Oh, she becomes like Upper Moon 4. Like, I forgot her name, but the, yeah. Becky? Or, it's not really Becky, but I think I remember E K K I. So I, I'm probably. <laughs> I forgot the name of the instrument that she uses, but they refer to her as the instrument lady. Yeah. We're not that important to me. <laughs> that was light work for Obanai Mitsuri. Yeah. Um it was basically a more of an annoying um blood demon art than a lethal one. Yeah. But Yoshida really pulled through, uh made Muzan think that they were dead. I was like and for a second, cause like again, Demon Slayer does this thing that it's like important seeing cut moves on because mm. uh Mitsuri was like huh and then it cuts um and then they're like yeah Iguro and Mitsuri are dead I was like ain't no fucking way ain't no fucking way and thank god it wasn't yeah um but yeah so they escape and so now they have an hour and a half to keep fighting because they're outside and they have to keep moves on up for that out for that long Mm-hmm. And it's more of a waiting game, but obviously Muzan's not gonna be like, okay, so we could just wait here. Yeah, it's um, he's going full swing, and they're really just fighting to keep him there. When all the, because we see basically Muzan's true form, and he's like sla- make slashing everywhere, and then like when the Demon Slayer, just the core members, when they throw themselves in front of the Hashida. To keep, yeah, that was and like Mitsuri's like calling out, saying like, "Stop! Don't do that!" And then they're like, "How many times? How many times have Hashida's died trying to protect us?" 
And so it was so heart wrenching. And then speaking of Mitsuri, I never really found out how she died, like what exactly it was that killed her. I think it's just from exhaustion and Oh, do you um, wanna know? Oh, go on. Um you know how like Obanai was holding her? He had his mm-hmm. like Howry wrapped around her? Yeah. It's because both of her arms had been chopped off. Uh-huh. And she was bleeding to death. Their love story it's and she's still happy throughout. He's like telling her, um oh, it's Y'all, it's so hard talking about this. I don't care. The episode title is going to be like crying, screaming, throwing up. Demon Slayer manga discussion. Yeah. Just expressing her love or like Igoro is expressing what, um, how Mitsuri made him feel. And then she's like, he just talks to her like, or he says, he's like, you're such a normal girl and so full of light. And you just made me feel like a normal boy in that moment. And you get his backstory intense. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, they really complement each other so well because I don't think Mitsuri ever felt like a normal girl because she was so shunned by her strength and then her hair color mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she's like, what? Like, it literally. And she's like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. In the future... Can I be your bride? And then Igoro's like, of course, if only you will have me. And I'm like, oh my God. If we are ever reincarnated as human beings again, will you be my wife? And I'm just like, oh my God. And then Sanemi, he's like in limbo. And then yeah. he sees Genya with everybody. And then he's like, mom, where are you? And then he sees that his mom is in hell. And I'm like, she don't really deserve that. And then he's like, oh, it's okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'll carry you. That's so sad. Yeah. How selfless could a person be? He's like, Genya wouldn't want to see me there. Any- oh, my God. And the fact that he says that to his mom with a smile. Like, he doesn't mind was going tears, to hell. tears. Tears. That's when I really, like, uh, that's when the, like, fucking whatever broke and I couldn't stop crying. I was, like, literally. Because <gasps> it was just so sad. Like, how selfless can a character be? And then you see his jack-off dad and then he's like, no. And then he's like, be grateful you're my son. And then thankfully he gets to live, like, a I think he was very remorseful for the fact that he couldn't follow his mom, though. Yeah. He wanted that. Honestly, but he doesn't deserve that. No. So, yeah, that was what really got me. And then the stone Hashida Gyonemi. Gyome. Gyome. I'm sorry. I got his name. Himejima Gyome. Himejima. Yeah. Um, so, he sees... Um, his kids he like essentially like adopted or took in and they explained to him what happened and then he's like and they're like oh if only we've gotten to see tomorrow and then he passes with a smile on his face it's all just so sad y'all you, you don't think it could keep getting sadder but it does and then Tanjo becomes a demon yeah he becomes a demon and it's just like they find it so hard to stop him. And then, especially Nosuke, he's like, come on, like, this isn't you. And, and I want to joke. He's like, this isn't you. Like, you know, um, when white girls be trying to stop fights. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. This isn't you. <laughs> but it's, I'm, I'm just trying to be happy, but I can't. <laughs> and then they're all telling him that, like, you have to kill him. And he says, I can't because we're yeah. friends. He has all those flashbacks of like memory, the, the fun everything, memory. all their memories, and it's like you just have to. And it's like, well, what do we do if something goes bad? And he's like, well, you just got to pull them out of it. Is like tangent, and they're just having all this flashbacks, and um, and what really, really gets fucking moving is when they finally put the serum in, thanks to Canal. Uh huh. Best girl again. Best girl, woman pulling through. Yeah, it's all like coincidence and luck, essentially. 
Mm-hmm. Because he bit Shinobu and they're like, oh no, like, there's no going back now. But we'll get into that in the future. But anyways, you see the end and you see... Um, so what happened is that technically Muzan did die, but he inserts himself into... Gives his last cells to um, to Tanjiro because he's like, damn... He's, he essentially um, passes on his will, so to speak, to Tanjiro. But it is his cells because... Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Muzan, as he's dying, he's reflecting. And then he's like, I see, like, things are really dying. So I'm going to pass on my will, put my cells into Tanjiro because he's the one that's going to do it. Like, he's really elevated, essentially. Mm-hmm. And in an instant, he defeats Sunlight, and Muzan sees that. But then they put that um, serum, not serum, but like cure, yeah, in him. And it's just basically Tanjiro fighting to get back like human. Mm -hmm. And it's Muzan holding him back and giving him all these doubts and like telling him like, "Don't you want to be stronger? Don't you want to be better than this? Like, your friends are gonna hate you for what you did. Don't go back." Yeah. And he's like saying, like, no, at the at the at the very least, I need to go back and at least apologize. Yeah, and it just really shows his character, like. And then when they push him up. Yeah, when they push him up, all those hands. It's. I love how the most prominent one and the one that's holding his he- his head, is Rengoku. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling you. I tweeted this. I'm like, I'm deep into Demon Slayer, and you never stop crying over Rengoku. You never do yeah okay you just don't and then well we it, look at back at this and be like oh my god why were we crying over no i think i'll still cry 20 years down the line yeah i remember gross i'm sorry because <laughs> as previously mentioned by audrey that one of my tattoos is a panel from the final arc um my tattoo artist was like are you getting this on the back of your calf so you don't have to look at this and just instantly cry all the time but uh going back to the scene where they're pushing him up and they change that like panel of him facing up into the wisteria and all those hands are reaching out for him saying like let's go home let's go home and here's something i had an epiphany today about that so one thing about ufo table the studio that they that i've noticed they've done is they take like some of the most not necessarily insignificant panels but rather less significant panels and turn and they turn them into absolute like visual masterpieces like in Mugen Train for example the the panels where Tanjiro and Inosuke make the final slice on Enmu's neck that was like a page and a half whereas in the movie it was like this whole visually stunning sequence with this scene where Tanjiro is getting lifted up and pulled back into the wisteria all that in and of itself was just stunning I can't imagine how UFO table are going to adapt that into the anime it's probably the one scene I'm looking forward to the most I like attack on Titan is fucking sad and I'd be like clenching every muscle in my body watching it but i really don't know how i'm gonna get through the last arc of demon slayer it's going in my opinion i think it's going to cement demon slayer as like one of the best shonen animes of all time if it isn't already you'll be throwing that around a lot with confidence (laughs) anyways i think um these highly coveted shonen are good i don't want to put one over the other because they all have a very different meaning and a different ending right yeah like i don't know how my hero's going i do believe that it's going like it's really good but i don't think i even though if they're just shown in i don't think i could compare them in the same aspect but like compared to chainsaw man and um jujutsu kaisen although i don't i wouldn't put demon slayer in those three because i think it's Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Hell's Paradise that are very dark. 
shonen dark premises. Yeah. They have a uh, lot of dark fantasy aesthetics. Yeah. For Demon Slayer, I think it's very light. And I think the art style kind of helps that as well. It's also, yeah, it's very accessible compared to those other mm-hmm. series you just mentioned. I would not recommend Chainsaw Man to like a first time reader. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, back. So he makes it back. So now we get to the wholesomeness. Um, yeah. And it's like three months later. Uh, fucking Tanjiro's in a coma. He wakes up. Nezuko's there, obviously a human. And I think it's just so funny, her dialogue, because you really don't see her talking Yeah. all that much. Maybe, like, in some flashbacks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we didn't mention, like, an important premise. So, in the Swordsmith arc, mm-hmm. um, they're fighting until dawn, and that's when Nezuko overcomes sunlight and then muzan gets news of that and that's kind of what starts like the chain of events yeah someone and oh yeah and the master dies he baited muzan and that's how they get um that's how they have access to muzan we forgot to mention that completely going back to when you mentioned that when muzan hears word that nezuko has overcome the sun i remember i saw a tiktok where someone was explaining how Tanjiro isn't so much Muzan's foil character as Nezuko is. Because Nezuko is basically everything that Muzan wanted to be as a demon. Like she was able to overcome sun. She was able to overcome the need to feed on humans. Um, she's able to have her own will. And oh, remind me to send it to you because I think... I'm not doing this TikTok justice, but she, uh, the creator did a pretty good job explaining more into like how Nezuko truly is Muzan's foil character. Oh yeah, I was about to say that because I'm like, I'm like, if I was Muzan, I would have been big mad. I'm like, damn, this girl is just being the best me. Yeah. Like yeah, I'd be fucking mad too. <laughs> I'd be like. <laughs> You know, like that one meme where he's like crying and fighting back tears. That was Muzan. This girl, Nezuko, has just done everything. Not easily, but what seems like easily. Like, oh. Yeah. And that's what she shows all the fucking upper... Well, just Daki, I think. Because she's regenerating left and right. Um, Her blood demon art's cool as fuck and um what else yeah she fucking defeats sunlight yeah and then she's able to start talking again yep but yeah back to the um so yeah i think one scene was funny was that sanami sees nezuko and again i'm fucking tearing up and then she's he's like oh hey (laughs) and she's like hey and they're like oh he's like I heard what happened to Tanjiro. I'm sorry. I couldn't help. I was unconscious. And she's like, well, I was asleep for two years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. And then she's like. You're telling me. She's like, I guess I just love sleeping. And then he reflects. And I don't know if it's supposed to just be one of his little brothers or it's supposed to be Genya. But um, he sees that um, comparison to Nezuko. And then he just pats her head. I'm, and that I'm... just comes a long way from he stabs her too. Yeah, like, their very first interaction, like, he's, like, ready to, like, take her life. Oh, and we skipped over this because it's just such a minor scene. But um, I think when Tanjiro goes trains with um, Sanami, and he's like, I don't like you. And then Tanjiro with a smile, he's like, it's okay, I don't like you either. And he's, like, smiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, It is Genya. It's, like, it's like baby Genya. And then... Immediately after, Zenitsu's, like, around the corner, like, hella mad. He's like, what is he doing? Yeah. Oh, and then he's like, oh. Oh, yeah, and then we... Back to when they, um, Tanjiro gets back to human form and everyone's relieved. And then Zenitsu's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to let him live this down. How dare he do this to me and my wife? And Nezuko's like, wife? Yeah. 
He's like, I'll make him atone every single day. Yeah. Uh, and then I just know they were going to end up. And I mean, that was never confirmed for me. So when I see Kanao and um, Tanjiro, I think it's so sweet. They're just sweet, sweet characters. Sweet, sweet people. I'm like rereading like bits of this chapter. I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> when... It's like you're crying of happiness at the end too. Just like the relief. Like you can like share the relief that they all felt after everything's been said and done and then when they return to the house and like the flowers have grown in the place of their family it's just all so sad and it's like and then he's like i hope oh my god the ending i'll read it since <laughs> okay so what i was talking about he starts saying i think they're reading his will i dream of a bright future where the people I love are smiling until the day they depart for heaven. I hope that they will live happily and I pray that they will live safely without fear. Even if I'm no longer there, I want them to live, to live their lives at their full, to their fullest. I'm sure if you were me, you say the same thing. I hope these ordinary peaceful days never change and last forever. And it's like, yeah, they've just been... They've just been fighting for their lives, essentially, like, no funny business when, when I say that. And then they finally get these peaceful times, and you're just seeing them. Um, Sanami moving on, Giyu smiling, um, Nezuko, Zenitsu, Tanjiro, and Nosuke living together. Um, and then it goes into the future, and you see uh, Tokyo for the day. Yeah. And then you see, like their future and that's probably one of the best parts and what like even if it just ended there i would have been still as satisfied with the ending but we get to see their descendants or kind of i guess i, I would want to say reincarnations but yeah just their descendants i love the um we learned through inosuke's descendant that like the flower that moves on i've been searching oh yeah life for. i saw only blossoms in the day. <laughs> I'm like, that's tough. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's fu no fucking wonder you couldn't find it. Um, that's karma, baby. <laughs> the original ending ended with, like, the picture of the of the photo. The mm -hmm. group photo. Mm -hmm. um, all this stuff following uh, was added later in this volume. Truly an amazing ending. You see the reincarnations of the people that didn't have to have descendants and it's just you just basically get confirmed their happy ending. I got into an argument with someone about the ending. It really upsets me that people are never happy. Like I think you claim to love something so much. And again, I do justify some shitty endings that you could criticize and again all art is worth um is open to criticization critique i mean yeah but demon slayer i won't take anyone's <laughs> yeah my critique. argument with the ending in that like why the reincarnations work in the time skip is because a constant mo there's a lot of um eastern religion motifs throughout the the series uh, especially with um buddhism and we see that with this idea of reincarnation I forgot which Demon Slayer said it, but they, they were basically saying that they think that any Demon Slayer that's killed in action will be reborn into a happier life and live a full life before they finally die and move on to the afterlife. And we see that with these characters that died in action, finally living just comfortable lives. And I believe that was like Goto's way of using Buddhist aesthetics and theology to give these characters a happy ending and i think it works perfectly also just why would you question it yeah like it's is fiction it's yeah. real but it's fiction <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of like again as you said like they do state that and again iguro and mitsura is like if we're reborn again mm -hmm. like obviously yeah and it's just so much peace seeing all these people um 
and it's just so so cute and the last one's where it's like um Rengoku's descendant and Tanjiro's descendant running around and they're still just so close if you have if for some reason you haven't read it and you stayed through all this um thank you but also just give it a read I guarantee we're not doing it justice yeah it's truly an experience reading Demon Slayer exactly I think um and I feel like if you're here, you're not someone that's like questioning why we love or why people love manga and um, anime so much. But I think when people just really enjoy something, it's because of what it represents for them. Yeah. And the growth and the lesson you learn. Yeah. You know, I like I'll never forget in high school, I had a history teacher and he said like movies and um stuff like that are stupid because it's just for entertainment and i was like and i don't know why that always like that stuck to me not like as in like i believe that but i was like how could someone think that you know yeah because i always think media whether it's like literature comics or manga or whatever um it does present something and it does like um greatly affect things because if we're all consuming one thing and we all get to the same, um, like, meaning of it, it moves us, you know? Yeah, I feel like all media is kind of like a representation of the human condition, some capacity, and therefore and it is, is real. In some yeah, way. and what is going on in our time, you know? Mm-hmm. It is representative of that. And so, yeah, I think... Because it's like, it's just not just like, oh my god, action and stuff like that. I think it's a life lesson. And I've seen that a lot with like anime in general. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that like, that's what I appreciate a lot more with anime and manga or manga specifically because they have one artist and it's like kind of their direction. It's not really people pulling strings behind. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what's so special about it. It's like once person's like respective point of view and essentially like kind of their life experiences or how they view life, you know? Yeah. And that's what's so special about manga. Kind of said it better myself. You get like their own life lessons or what they wish to see. And honestly, I know it's cheesy, but I think just the ending has pushed me to want to be a better person. He's such a good character. He's such a such a sweet boy. Sweet baby boy. Truly wishes people no harm. And even when he did, like, yeah. So yeah, if you stick this long, and I hope you're crying with us. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was our more concise episode. We really saw it through. I believe this is probably, yeah, our most concise one since probably... Either the JJK manga discussion or the Tokyo Revengers one. No, this is definitely the most concise because we didn't really stray off topic. That is true. We we really the fact that our that we stayed on topic just shows us with one brain cell. Yeah. Just shows how fucking emotional this was and it was just really good doesn't do it justice it was just really heartfelt and profound and i think it's one of those happy endings that i feel like i'm kind of a cynical person i'm like okay whatever happy ending you know that's why i really like attack on titan's ending but it it's a happy ending that just is bittersweet you know like you accept that you accept the deaths that's happened and you accept that these people have finally been able to rest. Yeah. And they meet again in some different shape, way, or form. And it's just... That's really how life is. Some people make it, some people don't. But I feel like if you love someone so much, they'll come back to you some way. Profound. Also, (laughs) yeah. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week and we'll be not crying. (laughs) Yeah. 
Thank you for listening. And once again, happy birthday, Audrey. Thank you. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.